for Allen, who was experiencing for the first time in his football life. Very impressive. Allen's going to run for it, and he's got it. And that could be the perfect exclamation point for the second-year quarterback. Had the defense moving right, and he runs for the first down to pick up a five. How about this for the banana in the tailpipe? Everybody playing Frank Gore and then Allen. He's just going to take it around the corner. Everybody fooled. I think banana in the tailpipe is a great way to describe the entire game yesterday. Adam Archuleta right there on the CBS call. Titans Monday. Jared and the GM, 615-737-1025. Floyd, do you want to start us off today? No, no, I can't wait to hear you. I actually wanted you this to start is us such off a today. Thrill. I'm, I'm thrilled about I, this. I actually wanted Floyd to start yeah, us off today yeah, because yeah. I'm about to get on a rant. Oh, God. What's new? So, if, so would can you, we, can you want, be a new do you rant? want to start? Can do you want to start new, or do you want me to no, start? No, go ahead. Can it be something new? Yes. What a disgraceful and yet completely predictable performance by the Tennessee Titans. Everybody saw this performance coming. I spent all day Friday saying this is exactly what was going to happen. A game they should win, they'll lose. Why? Because that's what they do. Same old Titans. And and I got to be honest with you. I really thought watching that game yesterday that I was going to be able to not be mad at the coach and be mad at the team but not mad at the coach. And then he sent the kicker out there for the 53-yard field goal. Inexplicable from the coach. And so that we'll get to the coach in a second. It, that was a disgraceful performance by the Tennessee Titans. Disgraceful. Disgraceful on special teams. Disgraceful at the offensive line. Disgraceful on defense at the end of the game. Disgraceful. And the only player who played well yesterday was the quarterback who everybody here oh, hates. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Get, get whoa. I go, I'm ranting. I'm go, ranting. Oh, go. The quarterback <laughs> was the only good player on the team you just yesterday. Said you, you took all, the, all of your and, credibility away. And just, I'm ranting. Let me rant, please. I asked if you wanted to go first. I'm ranting. So, again, yesterday, just pathetic. Just pathetic performance by the Titans and the offensive line. Just embarrassing. Just Taylor Lewan, highest paid left tackle in the league, sucked. Roger Saffold, big money offensive guard, sucked. And the, the truth is, is that the loss yesterday is more than just one player or one guy or one coach, but it is the spiral of reality that is the Tennessee Titans that is never get too excited about something positive they do because they follow it up with this. And I think a lot of this has to do with this team is soft. And the coach, Mr. Accountability two weeks ago, Delaney Walker dropping a pass. Adam Humphreys dropping a pass. Deion Lewis dropping two passes. Kicker can't kick. Let's run him back out there. That's accountable. Guy can't make a 25-yard kick. Let's run him out there from 53. Accountable. Roger Saffold can't block. Let's leave him out there. Accountable. They are soft. This team is soft. And I put some of that on Marcus, honestly, because I feel like he's not hard enough on the guys. And then I think some of it is more than the coach. And I, I, I don't know what's I, I don't know. I don't know what will fix this franchise anymore. But that's a game Mike Munchek loses. It's a game Mike Malarkey loses. And it is a game that Mike Vrabel loses. And I was going to ignore the coach 
because I knew that if I said anything bad about the coach today that you were going to get on me. And so, you know, the, the, the offensive line problems, guys not blocking, you know, is that the coach's fault? I don't know. But then he sends Santos back out there for a 53-yard kick. A 53-yard kick. It is inexplicable. There is no, there is nothing you can tell me unless Santos hit a hundred straight 53-yard kicks, missed three kicks, and then you wanted to run him back out there for a 53-yard kick, then maybe I'd consider it. But just all around disgraceful on the part of everyone yesterday except for Mariota. And I think the fans are at the point now where they don't trust this team to ever get any better than what they are, which is win a game you don't you you never think they're gonna win, and then come home to Buffalo. And I said all week Buffalo's a good team and they're okay. But come home and lose to that Buffalo team because that's what they do. You wanna know why the fans weren't there yesterday and they were all Buffalo fans there? Because the fans know. The fans know what this is. They know what this team is. They know what this coach is. They know. They, they know. So when they won last week in Atlanta, no business going this week. And they'll go to Denver and they'll win this week because that's what they do. You know, they'll go out there. They'll win by 25 and we'll all, oh, my God, have the Titans figured it out? That's just what they do. So I, I, don't, I don't even know where to start other than to say I am so tired of the same Sunday garbage. When stuff like this happens like yesterday, everybody working together to lose that football game, except for the quarterback who clearly Floyd takes issue with me saying the quarterback played well when I thought Marcus played his butt off yesterday. Is it my turn? Yes. Now I get to talk? All you. Okay. First of all, it just shows your bias as usual and prejudice and that the only person you pick out is the one guy that you are in love with. So that just shows your your credibility down the tubes. This ain't about wait, me. Wait, 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 wait. My turn. My turn. Uh, first of all, I, once again, I mean, we're borderline irrational today, and so it it makes it difficult to really carry on a conversation with you because it's all emotion, and of course you know little about what you're talking about, but. You're going to just talk, and you're going to talk loud, and you think that carries some weight with it. Oh, oh, my turn. So I, uh, I let you go. Now, that being said, this game was easily winnable in spite of what you want to say. And if it's not for two penalties that we do ourselves, we probably end up winning it. Uh, but no, what do we do? We shot ourselves in the foot. Shot ourselves in the foot just like we did last week. Now, I'm going to guess, I don't know this, but I'm going to guess there's a lot of teams, if you talk to today, they are not very happy with the way they played this weekend, and I think the Titans would be one of them. I think the offensive line was not completely unanticipated, but certainly was you know, poor. You can't say much else than that. But when you're starting a rookie guard for the for his first start, and you've got a tackle back that's been gone for a month or more, however long, and he comes in and he's starting his first start, chances are things probably aren't going to run real smooth. Um, the quarterback was elementary. Running game was okay, not bad. Receivers, we had at least two or three dropped balls, which I'm sure there's an answer to that for 
four drop balls, and I'm sure there's an answer to that, but this is the NFL, and in the NFL, the receiver's supposed to catch the ball. Um, you know, on defense, we got some good plays. We got good plays, but the offense, if you can't, you know, you get, you're going to get 10, 12 series in a game. I think this game, we actually got 10. And of the 10, six are three and out. Now, what does that leave you? You have nothing left. You got 40% of your offense left trying to beat another NFL team. Guess what? It's not going to work. You've got a kicker that misses four field goals. Guess what? Do you expect him to hit all four of those? No. Inside the 40, yes, hit those. When you start kicking 50-plusers, now it's 50-50. So if you run him out there twice, you want him to hit one. You don't necessarily count on him hitting two, but you need to hit one of them. And if you can do that, then, you know, you win the game. So... Uh, I mean, I think there are a lot of of things that are easy to to get angry about, and I'm as angry as anybody. I mean, I didn't. I had to watch that crap too, and it wasn't it wasn't very fun. But in spite of what you want to say about the Bills, what I mean, we had every opportunity in the world to win that game, and could not do it. We couldn't get out of our own way. We couldn't. We're going to score on within four plays. We can't score a touchdown all day long. Then within four plays, we score two touchdowns and get a call back twice. Well, that's not the Bills. When your quarterback runs over the line of scrimmage, guess what? You learn in grammar school. If you're the quarterback, you can't cross the line of scrimmage and throw the football. And whether he was or he wasn't doesn't matter. The officials called it. And when they call it, that's the rule. That's the law. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's really, really disappointing and, and depressing. Um, you know, the offense is still a work in progress. And I'm not sure, you know, when you've got a, a rookie right guard and starting his first game, I mean, I don't, you know, how long does it take him to mature? I don't know. You know, is he going to continue to start? I don't know. You know, how long is it going to take Taylor to really get in good shape? I don't know. Um, but when you have all those things going at the same time, it affects everybody else. Everybody thinks it's just one position and you just think, okay, that's the, you know, the one that's like on the trick that they get the sack between he and Saffold. The end makes an inside move and penetrates clear past the guard. If the first aspect of any trick gets penetration, they win. They're going to get a sack or they're going to hit the quarterback with one or the other. And unless you've played together a while, unless you know exactly what's going on, you don't sync those things up properly. You don't get hit them properly. And and consequently, you see the results. So, um, I mean, I think there are a lot of issues. I think there's a lot of things. All said and done, when the game, as bad as it was, you still should have won. And the part that ticks me off more than anything, this is the second game two of the last three games that we lost both that we easily could have won if you were just smart, doing the right things, doing, as the old saying goes, doing your job. So, disappointing, yeah. Depressing, yeah. Um, You know, um, what's good about it? I mean, the defense. You know, the defense, there were some things the defense did that were really, really good. 
Uh, and there were some things that, you know, they'd probably like to have back. But uh, Creased for a big run at the end, that, you yeah, know, and that, Gore just running right through. Like that, I mean, I, I, I hear you. Clock's out. Clock's done. They're done. But, but like, yeah. I, to me, it just, it goes, I, I don't disagree with anything that you've just said. Not one thing have you said that I have sat there and disagreed with. Or I just look at this team and I'm like, when is this going to change? You know, it's it's the it's exact same Buffalo this. game what, what it was they, last year. What are they saying in Kansas City today? They what are they the saying playoffs. in Kansas City? I don't. That doesn't matter. They just lost to Indianapolis, and you know what they're saying? They're saying we're going to go to the Super Bowl. We're supposed to be the best team in football, or one of the two best teams in football. Did you see that performance against Indy? I mean, they are not happy today. But that's like one of three bad games they'll have the whole season. The Titans have a bad game like this every other week. You just brought up two of the last uh, three. And, this is what and, we're looking at. And what did I say last week about what happens with eight and eight teams? That's why you're eight and eight. And the fans don't want to be eight and eight anymore. Eight and eight. You have good a great. bad one, you have a good one. You have a bad one, you have a good one. Until you can get out of that. Until you can solve that problem, you're destined to be a middle-of-the-pack team. And that's what that's what 75% of the league is. And I'm just telling you that this is exactly what the fans and me and everybody else are sick of. Nobody, Nobody's happy about it. This is, this is literally the exact same way you lost to Buffalo last Nobody year. Nobody is happy about it. Nobody's thrilled about this. And it's not the same way. Last year against Buffalo, we turned it over, what, three or four times? You did everything wrong. You turned it it over three or four times. That cost you the game. No, but you lost the game last year because you made a plethora of mistakes and then you, it was very easy to blame it on one guy in the end. This is the exact same case. You make a plethora of mistakes the entire game, but it's easy to blame it on the kicker today. I, I'm not pointing the finger at the kicker. He's a backup kicker. He stinks. They're going to cut him tomorrow. They're going to bring in like five guys tomorrow. They're going to take the best guy. They're going to cut Santos before 4 o'clock, and they're going to sign this guy. That is whatever. But it's easy to blame the one guy. We all blame Nick Williams last year. We're all blaming Santos this year. I get it. But again, a winnable Buffalo game right through the cracks of your hands, and it's it feels very, very similar in that regard. So let's take well, your phone. It is similar in that regard. And that's what kills me. Let's well, yeah, take your that, phone. Let me ask you this. That's what NFL games are made of. That's what happened. What do I always say? Two minutes in a timeout. That's all you can hope for. Not to Steve And McNair. you know what that means? That means that you either catch the ball or you drop the ball. It means you're able to run and get the first down or you aren't. It means you make the kick or you don't make the kick. And therein lies a winner and loss. Let's go. Let's get the phone. 615-737-1025 is the phone number. Your reaction to the Titans' loss against the Bills. Again, I, I'm just beside myself, but I, I predicted it on the show because I knew that this is what happens to the Titans. 615-737-1025. And also coming up, what do we make about Vrabel's choice with the 53 Yarder. 615-737-1025. Jared the GM live from the Wholesale Inc. studio powered by RumbleOn.com. It's ESPN 1025, the game. Here you go. Mike Vrabel opting again to give his kicker a shot at redemption. We're maybe going to give him one more chance. This is a tough kick, however. 53-yarder. He's missed from 50, 36, and 33. Santos, and he misses again.
And his nightmare afternoon continues. I mean, I have confidence in him. And obviously when we send him out there, we're sending him out there with the intent to to put points on the board. Like that's what we're trying to do. And I felt like where the defense is playing, you know, to be able to win the game, uh, we get the ball back and, and, and score a touchdown to win it. That was Vrabel on the 53-yarder. Did you like the decision from Vrabel to kick the 53-yarder after Santos had missed the three earlier see, ones? See, you think that makes a difference. It doesn't. It doesn't. He's your kicker. You can't bring in another kicker. This isn't like baseball. Give me the bullpen kicker. You got one kicker. Do you kick it or not? I just told you, you make everything inside the 40. The 33 to 36 should be mixed. He got one at 50. He got one at 53. You missed one at 50. You're figuring it's 50-50. So he automat- he's got a chance to make this one. Did you really think when Santos went out there for the 53-yard kick, it was 50-50? I, wouldn't have, I wasn't going to be surprised at all if he'd have made it. Oh, I'd have been stunned. Oh, I wouldn't have been surprised. Wait, I mean, that's typical for a kicker, isn't it? Miss after, a thirty-three yarder, kick a fifty-three yarder. <laughs> after Santos, after Santos. First of all, let's remember that Santos is a backup kicker. That he is literally. He's right now. He's your kicker. Right. He's, but he is. He's not. You don't. Have, the trust factor with him is not the same trust factor you have with the guy who usually kicks for your team. And when Santos missed those three kicks, I tweeted out and I said. Kicking is no longer an option today. In fact, had they scored a touchdown, I probably would have gone for two. I was done with the kicker at that point. Done. The only way I would have kicked is if it had been like a fourth and 11, and they have absolutely no chance to get a first down. But to me, I I was stunned when I saw on the TV it pop up at the bottom and say 53-yard attempt. I'm like, he's bringing him out there? He's bringing that kicker. The logic I don't get is with seven minutes left in the game, you're only going to get the ball back one more time. So I don't know. What are you thinking? Like, well, if I go down by four, then I still need a touchdown. I I just think Vrabel's decisions on fourth down are so questionable. And every I know, week but we you, have to talk you, about you, And every, it's every week you choose to talk about it. Everybody's talking about it today. This is absolutely a non-factor in the football world. A non-factor. Every coach I know of would have gone sent the kicker out there to try that field goal. Because guess what? How many? How, how many off? Your your uh, offense has forty percent of the play of the series even gotten more than a first down. What do you think? You're going to just take it and cruise it right in? No, you're not. In fact, it was what was it? Third and seven or third and nine or something? No, it's third and five. Fourth and five. Well, there you go. So what are you going to do? You're going to go for it on fourth and five? Yes. <laughs> yes. You can. At that Last point. Last week we went for it on point, fourth and six, and you yeah, you hated the decision. Two weeks ago. Why? Three, because it didn't work. Three. No, I, this, this when I saw the kicker go, I tweeted out, kicking was not an option. So when I saw the, the uh, there were three options in my opinion. One, go for it. Two, Send Kern out there, put it at the two-yard line, which I am fully cap- uh, confident Kern can do. And three, and more importantly, not kick. You're the those, only person in the world that thinks this is a good are, idea to kick. No, you're the only one in the world that thinks it's a bad idea. Every football guy I know kicks that ball. Everybody. Why? You want to punt? I you're I you're worried about the kick, and you want to punt. 
Punt before I kick. <laughs> and you're worried about the kick, so you want to go for it on fourth and four or fourth and five or fourth, whatever it was. Yes. I'm not kicking. <laughs> kicking is no longer an option at that point in the game. Kicking, he can't kick. And guess what? He'll be cut tomorrow, which I feel bad for the guy, but not really. Let's go to your phones here on Titans Monday. Loaded bank of phones. Randall, kick us off. Go ahead. Go ahead. Jared, yep. it, it, it's time to have that conversation about J-Rob, man. He, done, he fired Malarkey when he went to the playoffs. Brought in Variable, who's supposed to get us over the hump. But what's what I'm saying right now, Variable looks like a clown out there. I mean, what is he doing? It, 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 it's that time to have that conversation about J-Rob and anybody. Thank you for the call. Floyd? What, what does he want to have a con- conversation about? About, I, I guess, when they say have the conversation about whether or not the guy's doing a good job. I mean, this is not looking good for John. I mean, it's not looking bad for John Robinson. Like, I don't think John Robinson is going to get fired. I don't think John Robinson should get fired. But, I mean, you did get rid of the last coach because. I, that, <laughs> and this coach, I mean, you we don't. We will never get over that. We will the never. The caller said it, not me. We will never. And, and the people. You make this out like I'm the only one that thought it was stupid to kick it at 53, that I'm the only one that's sick of losing to Buffalo, that I'm the only one watching these games, that I'm the only one that says when you hired the coach and you told me it was to raise the bar, that I expected the bar to be raised. You act like these are all my opinions. They're not my opinions. It's everybody's opinions. Okay. I, seriously, you look at me like I called the, the caller called. I didn't tell the caller to call. Sadly, I was kind. Of, I'm kind of with Jared on that field goal. I was like, either go for it or punt it. The last thing I expected him to do was come out there with the field goal kicker. To be honest with you, I don't really know why. Maybe it's because he did miss the first few, but it was like a 53 yarder, which is like his career. And I'm like, all right, well, if he misses it, you just give him that extra field position. And I don't know. I was just surprised that he kicked it too, honestly. But okay, let's go right back to your phones next. Here we got loaded bank. We'll get to him. Jared, the GM. CSPN 1025 The Game and streaming on The Game Nashville app. What's the process that you go through in a game when you got to make a tough decision, whether it's to challenge or not, going fourth down? Yeah, I mean, I think we just talk with the coaches and, and talk upstairs and see if there's one, a replay review and, and what we can challenge, um, how we feel like, you know, based on the success of the play, um, what, what we should do, uh, what's best for the team on, on fourth down or fourth and one or fourth and six and um, trying to manage a game. Vrabel kicking around with the coaches to make his decision on fourth downs, which, I mean, God bless him, but I I don't even know what what he's thinking on fourth downs anymore. I mean, the, the decision to kick, and I know you disagree with it, Floyd, or disagree with everybody else's opinion that kicking it in that opportunity was completely inexcusable. Whoever they might be. I'm telling you, every, Ian disagrees with it. There's two, you and Ian, and, and I'm uh, that weighs. Heavily. Corey Curtis that, is texting that, me; he disagrees oh, with it. There's three, and they weigh heavily on me. I mean, literally everybody <laughs> except for you cannot believe that Vrabel kicked that ball. Let's go back to the phones, though. As promised on Titans Monday, John is up next on Titans Monday. What's up, John? What's going on, guys? As always, thanks for taking the call. Yep. Uh, you know, at first it was, it, it, we might have taken it lightly, but seriously, forward, we we really need some insight on the O line. I want to know: is it more so personnel, or is it coaching or, or scheme? Because 
Early in the second quarter, we're backed up inside the 15. Third and 11. Marcus has, he gets the ball out of the shotgun, places his fingers on the strings, and he's sacked. And I'm, I'm like, is it, is it, is it the personnel? Taylor the one got beat bad on that play. And, and I'll hang up and listen. Thank you for the call. The, uh, I, I think it's a combination of all of those. You've got a rookie starting his first game in the NFL. Now, this rookie has not been through training camp, has not been through preseason, played, I think, like 30 or 40 snaps last week, and is starting this week. I mean, there are going to be some problems with that. And what it does, everybody thinks, like I said before, that it just affects the guard position. But it doesn't. It affects the center, and it affects the tackle. And I think yesterday we even saw Conklin get affected by that a little bit because he struggled a couple of times. And I think that was primarily because you know this rookie inside is something new and that he needs a little protecting. Well, and then you go over to the other side. Here's Taylor, who has not played with Saffold. And has missed however many practices, however many weeks it's been, and he is in there playing. He is not in midseason form. He is not going to come in and be sharp right off the bat. He's going to go through some issues. And it's, you know, unfortunately, we saw a couple of them yesterday, but it's not like, you know, and, and he's a Pro Bowl, he's an All Pro caliber left tackle which there aren't many of in the league. He's an all-pro caliber trash talker. I'll give you that. And he is, you know, for him, this is his first preseason game. You know, that's, I mean, he just hasn't done anything for a long time. And even though you practice for a week and even though you, all that's well and good, but it ain't the same until you get out there and really get the bullets, you know, the real deal. And, uh, And I think he saw some of that. I mean, I, you know, and he, and he struggled. And I think that even affected Saffold. I think both of those guys on each side have affected each other. Right side, you got a guy that's never played, who had never played ever, who's now starting. And on the left side, you've got a guy that hasn't played in a month starting, you know. So, I mean, it's a, it's a little bit of an adjustment. And that may all be true. I'm not denying that. I just think Roger Saffold sucks. I think he's like the Kyle Turris of the Titans. Like, he got his money, and now he sucks. And, uh, you know, his nonchalant, we're going to be better, is inconsistent since I've been here, before even I was here, whatever, his attitude after the game. Uh, I mean, I think he stinks. Let's go to Michael, who's up next on Roger Saffold. Thank you for calling. Go ahead, Michael. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hey, I want to talk about Saffold, too. And GM, I want to ask you as a as a GM and former coach, I, they're gonna make mistakes. But my problem with Saffold is this: two weeks ago after the game, when asked what was wrong with the offensive line and in particular him, his answer didn't have anything to do with him. It was all about the receivers needing to run crisp routes. Yesterday, he talked about, well, I, it's the way Marcus plays. I got to get used to the way Marcus plays. I hadn't heard him say one thing about taking any responsibility. I think if this was a college game, I know what the coaches would say. My question to you is, in the NFL, assume those two things are true, and you can go hear them on on the Internet on his interviews. 
Uh, what do you say to that guy? I think his attitude's terrible. Thanks, thanks. For taking Thank you, my Michael. Call. Yeah, I mean, I don't know Saffold as a guy. I remember him coming out and talk to him then, but I don't, I don't know him as a guy now. I mean, if he's saying those things, I think obviously there's a much, much better way to handle it, and I'm sure somebody needs to talk to him about that. Um, but I'm going off of, and I know people are looking at him, and he's played, uh, what's this, his fifth game? Mm-hmm. People are looking at him after five games, and they're saying, you know, geez, he's playing awful, he's this, that, and the other. And and you know what? I can't argue a great deal of that, but I've seen this guy play for 10 years now. I mean, 10 years. And this guy is a legitimate big-time left guard. And you may find it hard to believe after only five games, but... I am relying on my 10 years versus this five games with a makeshift offensive line. And uh, and so I'm I'm still thinking he's going to come around and be everything we hope he'd be. Larry up next on the 53-yarder. Thank you for taking the call. What's up, Larry? Floyd, yes, I sir. mean, what's going on? Do you watch the game? I mean, first of all, no no coaches in the, in the football universe would have sent Santos out there did you see how bad? I mean, he, he had a shank, he had a top, he had a duck hook. I mean, really? There was no way. And last time I checked, seven plus three is ten. That would make it fourteen ten. Uh, what do you? I mean, was it a chip shot? No, that was stupid. And Stafford? Are you serious? Have you actually watched the five games? He's terrible. I mean, the old line's terrible. The GM is making terrible picks. Brable's a dummy. I mean, he is dumb, dating back to going for two against San Diego last year, uh, not kicking the, the chip shot field goal to make it a three-score game last week. He is dumb. Miss Amy, if you're listening, blow the whole thing up. I, I've said on the front row before, the cheerleaders ain't even that great. I mean, the Titans suck right now. That's what I got. Thank you for the call, Larry. This is, this guy goes to the Jared Stillman School of Phone Calls. <laughs> that's the way you hear him. I love that's how the everything. Way, that's the way you sound. I, I love how everything. That's exactly when Floyd gets the way a little you uncomfortable, <laughs> when Floyd gets a little uncomfortable, I still cannot. And I love you to death. I cannot believe you are defending Vrabel for the decision to kick that fifty-three yarder. I even tweeted out when they did that. I tweeted out. I don't even think Floyd can defend this. And then all the people on Twitter were like, you watch, he will. He will. But in all seriousness. Act, the Twitter world acts like it's something big. It's not big. I mean, there of all the things that you could list that would that were real issues yesterday, that were, that is way down the list. Now, other than you miss it. Now, missing it is, is a giant thing. Missing but, four? Well, I'm just talking about that one. But, but he, certainly missed, he was four. missing from 20 yards. What gives you the confidence he's going to hit from 53 yards? What did yards? I just say? The 33-yarder, he should have hit. The 36-yarder, he should have hit. Well, he when didn't. you get to 50, it's 50-50. And as far as the caller and his math, for you to win this game, you were going to need to score 10 points. No, to win the game, you were going to need to score 8 points. Well, yeah, but you're not going. You were going to need to score ten points. Johnny, go for it. Loves to go so for two. The field goal would have given you a touchdown for a win, and that's the philosophy behind it. We get the. We're going to need a field goal and a touchdown to win. We get the field goal now. 
We get the touchdown in the next series or two, we win. That's the thought behind it. And seven and seven <laughs> and three is more than just seven and seven. I would not have put Santos back out on the football field. I know uh, you, you would have punted it. Unless, before I would have kicked the 53-yarder. The only time I think I would have gone to Santos uh, in this game is if I had scored a touchdown gotten the ball back, and was facing like a 4th and 11 or a clock-expiring situation where I have no choice but to kick, then I would have done that. Uh, overtime, if I'm facing like a 4th and 4th and fourth and 7-plus, uh, I think I would have kicked. That's about it. I, I was not in the business. Had Vrabel gone for two, had they scored a touchdown, and Vrabel sent the offense back out to get the two, I would not have had any qualms with that decision. If he would have gotten it, you wouldn't have. No. But if he'd have missed it, that would have been the whole next day. I mean, no. The whole story. When they screwed it up last week, I didn't criticize Vrabel. Because I understood what he was doing. This week, I mean, I've criticized Vrabel when it's worked. I didn't like going forward on fourth and two against Philadelphia last year. But I get it. Like, I mean, I didn't criticize the decision last week and it didn't work. Yeah, I think it's easy to say you only criticize if it doesn't work. That's, That's not true. That is very, that is very not true. true. I didn't criticize last week. If it doesn't week, work, it didn't you work last criticize. week, and I didn't say a damn if word it about it. Works. We never hear anything about it. Did, uh, whether it, the decision was good, bad, or indifferent. Did it work last week? Did it work last week? Did it, it did, did not. It, did I criticize him whatsoever for it last did week? It I think matter? you were cool with last I week. I liked actually. it. Last did it week. matter last week? Did it matter? It could have. Did it? It could have. Did it? It could have. It did not matter. I, on Twitter, it in live time, nothing. tweet these things out. It meant nothing. I, I Look, I don't like... It's like you say, well, if it works, it's a good call. If it's bad. That's not true. That is not true. Okay. I hated this decision because the kicker sucks. Uh, okay. Because he can't kick. Okay. That's why. Because when you miss 30 yarders, you're not going to make a 53 yarder. Okay. And even if you make a 53 yarder, you're down by four. Okay. That's why. Okay. It's just, it's ridiculous. I mean, it, like, again, for me, and I love you. I do. And I mean it. But, like, this is, you are, you turn this into this being about me and about how. I don't, I'm trying to help you. You only I'm like. I'm trying you. to help you. Nobody liked the decision I'm to try, kick. Nobody on Twitter. Do I care about Twitter? I know you live and die on Twitter. That's your universe. I don't care about Twitter. I care about football. And you can talk to all your Twitters you and 32 all coaches your people. Would, you think 32 coaches would have kicked that ball? I would say the vast majority of any football coach in the country, you're behind by seven points, and you got a chance to kick a 52-3, whatever it was, field goal to give you a chance to win the game would say, yeah, we got to try to kick the field goal. Why? Because we're going to need 10 points. If we only get the ball one more series, a touchdown wins the game. At some point in time to win the game, you're going to have to get a field goal and a touchdown. It was third and seven or third and nine or, I mean, fourth, fourth and, and five. seven. Fourth and five. Four, whatever it was. Which Okay, fourth and five, we just went for it whenever it was a couple weeks ago. Didn't work out. So you say what? Okay, we'll kick the field goal now. We'll get the ball back, and when we get the ball back, we'll march down, get a, t- uh, a touchdown, win the game. We've been stopping them. We haven't done. We've been good on defense. We come back out. We'll be cranked up. We'll stop them again. We'll get the ball back. We go win. 
That's the way it works. Back to the phone, 615-737-1025. You know what else works great? Authentically American. And the fact that everything with Authentically American is 100% made in the USA, including their brand new line of Sweat Ink. That's right. What is Sweat Ink? It's perfect for gyms or teams or charities, and it can be customized just for you or you, the individual. Sweat Ink is perfect. And what it does is it has a secret message that when you sweat through shows that secret message. Sweat Ink is part of Authentically American. We use Authentically American here. Your business can. You can. Again, polos, hats, jackets. They're the best. And every product is better than what you're probably currently wearing because it's all made in the USA. That's right. Authentically American. They're online at AuthenticallyAmerican.us. Authentically American, the next iconic brand that is truly. Allen fakes the handoff to the end zone. It's caught. Duke Williams with a touchdown. Elevated from their practice squad just this past Friday. He has given the Bills a six-point lead. Straight off the practice squad and right there with the game-winning touchdown. And it is funny. We've been talking a lot about field goal kicking. But there were a lot of things that went wrong for the Titans to lose this football game. A lot of things that went wrong. Oh, yeah. I mean, done. I mean, just... Now, I believe that Mariota, that his right foot was behind the line of scrimmage on the 11... Or on the uh, touchdown on 3rd and 11 that they took off the board. And Gene Steratore agreed with that decision as well. But again, if Marcus, you know, throws that ball one yard earlier, you probably win the game. Yep. Now, the other thing about that, though, is there is no guarantee that Santos makes that extra point, especially if Roger Saffold jumps off sides on another extra point like he did earlier yesterday, which, again, I uh, special teams and the offensive line are my two bones, bones of contention that I guess I just have to live with watching the Titans every week do the same old, same old. Back to the phone, as promised, Ethan is up next on the Titans. Go ahead, Ethan. Hey, guys. Sometimes I wonder if Floyd Reese is actually a diehard Titans fan because he is the only person that sounds at all reasonable today in any way. Like, the madness that I'm seeing on social media, the madness that I'm hearing from every single Titans fan today, I feel like week to week, if we let the fan base decide where this team was going, everyone would just be fired today from front office all the way down to special teams, kickers, whatever it would be, and they wouldn't have an answer to it. I mean, the kicker's going to get fired. Like, they will not bring this kicker back. This and I, I understand that. That's completely fine. But, I mean, like, kickers miss kicks. Kickers have really bad days. And he had a really bad day, and he's our backup kicker. Like, whoa, that's not that, like, that, that's not that shocking to me. And the biggest thing to me is this whole fourth and five going for it thing, instead of kicking a field goal, everyone absolutely would be saying, would be on Vrabel's net today for an opposite reason had we gone for that in fourth down and not made it. I don't care what anybody see, says. I, see, I disagree with that. Thank you for your call. I, I disagree with that from the standpoint we don't watch a kicker earlier in the game. I mean, the way the kicker kicked earlier in the game, to me, made kicking see, not you, really an option. You, you think that's an option. It's not you're trying to win the game. Do you have anybody else that can go out there and kick it? The answer is no. You don't. So what are your options? You've got to score 10 points in what bounds to two series. This gives you a chance to get three of those. If you don't, if you punt it, you virtually are kicking the game away. Now, you may be lucky enough to get into overtime, and you may work out, but in regular time... You're, you're punting the game away. I mean, you can't do that. You can't not get it on fourth down. 
because you're giving the game away. I mean, it's the only option you have. I I just felt like his kicking yesterday was so bad that at that point, he no longer... It's like a guy, if he drops five passes, can you keep throwing the ball to the same guy? They do. If he's your starting whatever he is, and he drops the ball like Delaney Walker after his drop, you think he'll get thrown some more passes? They didn't, yes, throw, him. They didn't throw him a lot of passes after that, <laughs> which is a whole other question. Let's go to Ben, who's up next on Mike Vrabel. Go ahead, Ben. Hey, what's up, guys, man? I, I, I'm i with you today, Jared, brother. I, I, I'm i so sick of Vrabel and this tough guy persona, meathead. Look, I, I'm just so sick of it. I, I never Anybody, said that, by the way. Any, any, any. Any guy with a brain knows that you should not be kicking that field goal. He hasn't made a field goal all day. We got a mediocre coach. We got a mediocre quarterback, and we're a mediocre organization that will never be better than that until we get these guys out here. I'll hang up and listen. Thank you for the call. Uh, I would just like to say the only thing I agreed with the caller saying was that I wouldn't have kicked the field goal. I mean, I don't think you should fire the coach. I don't. I don't think you should fire the coach. I don't think you should fire the quarterback. In fact, I thought the quarterback played really well yesterday, even though I'm apparently the only one that believes that too. But um, I. Look, I, I think my thing with Vrabel is I feel like Vrabel just is a little too contrarian in terms of what he wants to do on fourth down. And he always couches everything with some kind of reason. I mean, what happened to the guy at Jacksonville went for it on fourth and six and said, I believe in my guys. Do you not believe in your guys in fourth and five in this game? Like, what, what's the, you know, the rub there? But, I mean, I, I have... Like, I have problems with things Vrabel does that I don't agree with, but it doesn't mean that I think Vrabel's a bad coach, if that makes any sense. (laughs) It might to somebody. (laughs) I think Vrabel's a good coach. I don't know. uh, Let's go to Kelly, who's up next. What's up, Kelly? What's going on, guys? Uh, uh, Floyd, I I, I agree with you um, as far as your your take on the, the field goal, but I don't feel as if, you taking into account the the like you said we already had missed we we already went three and out sixty percent of our possession okay we already went three and out it was raining it was a fourth and five we was on their thirty five yard line we already had a, a, a problem moving the ball all day my 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 thought on it is uh, I I didn't I didn't really think that we should punt the ball even though we got the best punter of all time and Brett Kern shout out. But uh, I, I I think we should have went for it because even if we don't get it, they get the ball exactly where we where they got it. If we well when we did miss the fifty three yarder, so then you don't agree with Floyd. He he had already missed he had already missed three. You know, like you said, he, he just didn't look like he had the confidence. You know, uh, and, and yeah, I I just don't I just don't think that you kicked that right there. I think you I think you and I and I get the point of you do need ten points to win, but I think if you really believe in your offense, you go for it right there. And what, like I said, my main point well, but is... Kelly, thank, Kelly thank you for the call. The offense hasn't given you anything to believe in that would make you say, if you really believe in the offense, throw them back out there. My thing is with the kicker. I, we've got to... This is just me. we got to stop acting like every kicker is the same kicker. If I've got Baltimore's kicker, I have no problem running him out there to kick that field goal. How about the best kicker of all time? Isn't he Baltimore's kicker? No, Adam Vinatieri. Well, he's old now. He can't kick three yards best, best kicker of all time. You got a chance to run him out there. I think Indy did that several times. I know, but you can't run him out there to kick a, against us. But you can't. How, how many did he miss against us? Uh, two. 
Two field goals, two PATs? I think he missed two PATs, and I don't know if he missed a field goal. <laughs> okay. But but again, I mean, I was stunned they didn't cut Vinatieri the next day. But, again, like with Vinatieri, for example, they're not running Vinatieri out there to kick a 53-yarder because Vinatieri can't kick from 53 anymore. So it just differs. Like, you have to take into account the kicker. This kicker is a backup kicker who's bounced around a bunch in the league because he's not as good as a regular kicker. And so you're running a backup kicker out there for 53 when he's already missed three earlier in the day. Again, if I have Baltimore's kicker, I have no problem running him out there to kick that field goal. But Baltimore's kicker, I don't think he's missed four field goals in his career, much less four in one day. Let's go to uh, Ian, who's up next. Go ahead, Ian. Uh, Hey, guys. Um, So, Floyd, I'm going to have to disagree with you on this one, too. Uh, I think just he missed badly uh, on those field goals prior, um, and you could just tell he doesn't have it. And and it was actually a fourth and four. I know that's not a big difference, but it was a fourth and four. And just the play before, Jelani Walker dropped a a pass that hit his hand. Defender had him a little bit, but not not much. Jelani should have caught that. And I just think the offense was moving on that drive. I just think that the percentage-wise – I mean, it's 50-50 on that field goal, but I think it, it might be even a greater chance to make a fourth and four than 50-50. So I still think go for it and even get in close to range if we get another fourth down later on in the drive and kick it. But I just think the chances are you just make go for it and, and hopefully we get it. I, that's what I thought they were going to do, and I was kind of shocked that they didn't just the way the drive was, was going. So, Thank you for the call. I mean, I, I don't consider that to be a great drive. You may have two touchdowns called back. Not very oh no, no no that was the drive before this drive but right. still I mean you know I mean I look I, I guess I'm a little bothered and I love Delaney but I'm a little bothered by Delaney coming out and saying you know I feel bad for the kicker but they pay him to make those kicks or whatever I'm like they pay you to catch the ball and you didn't catch a ball if he caught the ball it wouldn't have mattered what wouldn't the kicker that, did wouldn't have to bring the kicker out there so I think that's and I do wonder if there are locker room issues with the Titans not because of what Delaney said but just in general. And I wonder if Taylor Lewan is, is going to help or hurt the locker room. I'm worried he's going to hurt the locker room. We'll get into all of that. But coming up next, I have come to my wits end on something. And I even talked to Vrabel about it today. We'll get to that next. It's Jared and the GM right here on ESPN 1025 The Game on Titans Monday. Streaming on the Game National app.